Okay, here's the situation. Our daughter Mia is leaving for her first sleepover. We have friends coming to stay, and we just got a puppy. So I go on Instacart and solve everything in one order from Kohl's. Fun PJs for Mia. Oh, new bedding for the guest room. And a vacuum cleaner that actually picks up pet hair. All delivered in as fast as 30 minutes. With Kohl's on Instacart, there's no such we can't fix. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum order. Additional terms apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for blood round. It's time, it's time for blood round. Blood. Kevin grew up wrestling. Heavily invested. Tommy did the same, so they have similar perspectives. The knowledge is extensive. Go ahead and mail a question. It's blood round. The best web wrestling presence. Collectively, they bless your ears each week with the podcast. Plus, they write, share, post, tweet. Not a place that you can go to hear about a touchdown or field goal or home run, but you can hear about blood round. No jump shots, no puck stops, no fake kicks in the Royal Rumble. Just high cross, front headlocks, and Jordan Bros with a blast double. So, throw a match. It ain't real wrestling, it's in a ring with no head, give a single list. Single best show coming at you now. When you skip an episode, that means you tapped out. Make sure you make weight, better shed a couple pounds. Throw a mat down, listen, cause it's time for blood round. It's time for blood round now, it's time for blood round now. It's time for blood round now, it's time for blood round now. It's time for blood round now, it's time for blood round now. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back, everyone. Wow. We are fired up here. If there was uh, if there was a little bit more like wishing and whooshing during today's uh, episode, <laughs> it's because I was standing up and, and dancing, doing little fake high crotches and blast doubles like Jordan Burroughs. Just like Jordan Burroughs. Just like Jordan. I'm actually terrible at both those moves. I, I stick with the single <laughs> leg and front headlocks mostly. It's <laughs> a word to my future opponents. Yeah, you you just you shoot with your ass out. It's something I've tried to correct, but it just yeah. I'm also not what they call explosive. <laughs> Much more of a mat technician. Tech, uh, tactician. There we go. Yeah, there, it, easy for you to say. Yeah. Um, so we are. Um, we're back. Uh, this is uh, Blood Round episode number forty four. Um, you can follow us at bloodround.com. Uh, Bloodround Twitter is just at Bloodround. You can follow Kevin at Clonchinator. Cl- Kevin does run the Facebook page. Go over there and give him a like. Even if you're not on Facebook anymore, just go like the damn page. Check it out. Um, you can go to bloodround.com, click on the gear tab, and order a shirt. Uh, Double Egg Ninja guys hooked us up from there. If you're listening on the go, you can go to SoundCloud or Stitcher and uh, download those apps. And uh, listen to us on the go and your mobile device. Otherwise, we'll be posting it up. We throw it up on Twitter and um, on the website each week, each Wednesday. So we do that stuff. Um, try to release every Wednesday morning. Yep. Last week uh, was a little rough uh, with me being out of the state. I was actually in the, uh, the, the very warm state of Arizona. <laughs> it was the, the low was 102 degrees while I was there. And the high was 116 degrees. Isn't that amazing? It is a whole different level of hot. It's. I have a new appreciation for air conditioning. Uh, nobody wanted to go outside under any circumstances. It was. It was just. It made you want to step into traffic just to end it all. But thankfully, I did not. Well, I was. I was stationed in the army in the deep south. Uh, like Southeast Alabama and then Fort Benning, Georgia. And that's what I told people. The weird thing about living there is the closest thing you had to a winter was June, July, August, because you didn't want to golf. You right. didn't, you didn't want to be outside. I mean, no. you didn't golf in those months because why would you want to just get completely sweaty and miserable for four hours and then, and then have to take a nap for another four hours <laughs> right, and then come back in and hydrate after golf. Yeah. You know, I mean, it just, uh, it was, so yeah, I mean, it, it was crazy that like that was the winter and you would set your air conditioning to like 82 degrees because that felt cold compared to the outside. Yeah. And it was, 
was <laughs> at least 20 degrees colder. So, yeah, we um we were we were missing Clonchinator last week and I had an event every day last week. It was just uh something going on every day. Uh, I didn't even go out Saturday. That's how busy I was last week. <laughs> they were where Saturday I was just like, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna sit here. I'm gonna rent a movie. Yeah, I'm not going to move. Yeah, and uh, that's that's really how busy I was. So uh, sorry about the lack of an episode. But I think that's only the second time we've done that to you. Well, here's the thing. Uh, until everybody who's listening goes and buys a shirt, we have to do other jobs <laughs> and have things to do. So. When that happens, and uh, and Cliff Keen's like, "Hey, you know, we'll we'll sponsor you guys," and uh, and somebody else wants to throw some money, I don't know, Asics, Converse. I'm still ho- ho- holding on strong that Converse is going to come offer me a shoe deal. I mean, you you'd think someone would want to make the matching like Adidas blood round jumpsuits. Yeah, I mean, you know, or robes, the robes, like the Kyvan Gadsden robes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, we'll we'll have to wear something to warm up with at the Midlands and right. the, and the EMU Open this hooded, fall. Hooded robes <laughs> that say blood round and have like the the big symbol on the back. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, so, I mean, we we got to do something. Maybe but, the uh, bottom of the robe looks like blood is dripping from it. Ooh. Yeah. Wow. It's an illusion, Man, like the pleats in the pants. It must have been warm in Arizona because you're on fire. <laughs> <laughs> so many good ideas. Oh. I've been bottling them up. I liked that one, though. That was good. Thank you. Off to content now. Oh, well, I guess I can talk about Arizona State. It was yeah, other yeah. than being really hot. So one of the nice things about really, really warm weather is you wear less clothes, typically. And one of the other nice things about uh, Arizona State is it is full of attractive young women. That were not smart enough to get into other colleges. I mean, so they're who, very- who knows? Maybe they're Rhodes Scholars and they just decided to, to go to Arizona State and be bartenders. Either way, you weren't arguing. It's possible. I mean, I didn't ask them. I mostly asked for another drink and... Um, there was a place called El Jefe we went to that was a lot of fun. Nice. And uh, we I borrowed a sombrero from them. Uh, that came back with me to Michigan and um, went to uh, another place. Uh, I can never remember. Culinary Dropout was the name of it. Wow. That place was awesome. It was that's cool. So you cool walk name. you walk indoors, but then you go through this big tunnel, and then all of a sudden you're back outdoors again. But there's a bar and there's like bags you can play cornhole or whatever you want to call awesome. that game and then there was ping pong and shuffleboard and uh like the mixed drinks were expensive but they were like really nice mixed drinks like a oh okay three bitter manhattan and yeah this other one i got called pistols at dawn i don't even know what was in it but it was cool sounding so i bought it craft cocktail scene if yeah, you will. yeah exactly did you go takedowns with ed ruth at any point while you were down there um I shadow wrestled at Ruth in my mind. Um, he was, I didn't run it. We didn't run into each other. So wow. like we didn't actually get to do it, but like I was, I was way more prepared for it than he would have been had, <laughs> had we met on the streets. He would have had no idea what was happening to him. Yeah. No idea. No, <laughs> that's, that was my only advantage. <laughs> oh man. Well, it's good to have you back here. Back in Grand Rapids. Yeah, back in good old Michigan where the hottest it gets is 79. Well, we actually had some warm weather last week, but yeah, this week it's supposed to be like 77, 75 every day. Just gorgeous. Good with that. Gotta love it. Mm -hmm. Uh Well, it was a busy sort of couple weeks. It was. We had Fargo. Um, We had, and in Fargo, we had James Green wrestling off Nick Marable. Yes, that Which sort of ended the drama of the James Green, Nick Marable saga, if you will. And, you know, the drama may have continued into Worlds if Marable actually had come out on top. There might have been some more controversy. But instead, James Green went out there and did work and beat him two matches to none. Well, it's fun. I did play the devil's advocate for Marable, and I still stand by him trying to win the spot back and try and argue for it, because why not? Like, nobody's convinced me to why he shouldn't have tried to <laughs> earn his spot on the team back. So um, anyway, whatever, like he went for it and he lost fair and square. So he's not going to try and argue it again. So, um, but with that being said, I also still called James Green to win it. And then I think I wrote on uh, Flo's comment page or something that he would win it in two. But uh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, good for him. 
If you look at James Green's victories this summer in freestyle, yes. If I would have said this is Isaiah Martinez's list of victories, you would be like, oh my God, Isaiah Martinez is going to go win a world championship. Right. Like right. he's beaten all these guys, and his one loss was a Whoa. come from behind 5 5 loss to Lavalley, right. which then he turned around and beat Lavalley 13 to nothing. Right. Which Lavalley's a cool dude. I hate bringing that up. I feel bad. Lavalley's really cool. So Lavallee I also love you, Lavalley. So yeah, let's, yeah, let's throw that Kyle, out there too. Yeah, you beat Kyle Dick. Yeah. You're, you're 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 a good wrestler. And your name's Kevin, so you you got it made, oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. So um but uh no, I mean the wins uh and you know the Camiso win from Italy, a, a world medalist. Yep. Um and then, you know, yeah, beating Dustin Schlotter twice, beating yeah. Nick Marable twice. If I would have said that was Isaiah Martinez's summer, you'd be like, Holy crap. Like you know two to nothing though. Like it wasn't yeah. just he beat them best of three, like he Beat him bad. His only loss is the LaValle loss. Right. I mean, and that's pretty freaking impressive. I mean, we've said it before. He's got good freestyle coaches. I mean, he wrestles every day with, with Jordan Burroughs and has for the last year or so. I mean, his 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 style of wrestling fits freestyle very well. And he's not like... He's, he's clearly made strides to improve. His defense... I mean, Marable... He turns people with that that gut wrench that he tried to turn him with. Uh, I think it was this in the second match, and Green just stepped over it. Yeah. You don't see that often unless dudes are like legit with their bottom defense. Yeah, it's impressive, and I mean, you know, maybe it's the weighing in the night before. Maybe it's a number of things. Maybe it's just having to go takedowns with James Green, and that's exhausting. You know, yeah. you don't get to wear him out. I mean, what about maybe James Green being more fresh because he's not. Uh, wasting energy mat wrestling, trying yep. to get away from the bottom. He's just all his energy is on his feet for six minutes, and that's a different match uh, altogether. Maybe it's a lot more apples and oranges than maybe we give it credit for. And think about the mental edge that he must have knowing that he, like, do you think he thinks that there's anybody in the world that can go takedowns with him not named Jordan Burroughs? I don't know. I, I, I'm not sure. I mean, it's it's if kind I, of interesting. It's, if I were James Green, the answer is no. Nobody in the world can go takedowns with me. Nick Marable couldn't do it. And Nick, Mar- I mean, Nick Marable's offense isn't great. That's the thing that's going to hold him up from getting back this spot ever. Is his, his offense needs to improve. Yeah, his defense is stellar. But. but we do have a question. We're kind of yes, circling we the uh, wagons we here. We do. Let um, me get to this question. We don't ignore questions. Yeah. We love questions. Sorry, Dan Bright. Uh as we mentioned, I was out of town last week. But, uh, yeah, his question. Will Marable be remembered for his inability to make weight and taking the case to an arbitrator? Schlater looked better than him at the U.S. Open. Green handled him at Fargo. Plus, you have Ness and Imart also around the weight. How do you see the future of 70, 70 kilograms for the U.S. going forward and is Marable a factor? Well, the one thing we have to bring up right away is 70 kilograms is not an Olympic weight. And I did tweet at United World Wrestling out of curiosity a couple weeks ago, and uh, there will not be a non-Olympic weight world championships next year. Really? So the only world medals that will be given out will be the six Olympic weight classes. Interesting. Which makes you wonder, um, James Green, like two summers ago, got down to like 145, and then now the weight class is 143. Yeah. So, I mean, which seems excessive to expect that, but if he can pull it off, holy crap. Um, Right, right. (laughs) But um, I don't know. I mean, so that's kind of unfortunate that we won't see this for maybe a couple years, and... Yeah, I mean, by then, I mean, who's showing up? And Isaiah Martinez, obviously, is a factor and everything like that. I I mean, James Green's getting such good experience and everything like that. I mean, this is really impressive. Um, But, you know, maybe maybe Alex Derringer will get down to this weight or something. I mean, it's it's very possible. Well, I think, I mean, the first thing is... Will Marable be remembered for his inability to make weight and bringing it to an arbitrator? I'd like to hope not. Um, I think the main thing is that, uh, I mean, he was a world team member before. He was really close to meddling for us. 
Well, and he beat Jordan Burroughs. He did beat Jordan Burroughs. I mean, I mean realistically, it was a four to four criteria if win, he but be that is a for win. Anything it should probably be that. You know, <laughs> that and his hair are pretty outstanding. So, um, but I agree. Schlater looked better than him, him at the U.S. Open. Um, the big thing is his offense. If he's not going to get better at scoring points, um, offensively, and I mean, because when people can get up on him, like he's kind of screwed. So I think the world has figured that out. He's been on the scene long enough now, and we really can't discount the unbelievable freshman season Isaiah Martinez just put together where right. I mean he's the last freshman to do it since Kale and it's not like he was winning a bunch of three to two matches well think about it this way though so let's say Green goes out and he wins a world championship right and then he has okay. to bump up and then, and then he has to bump up and then we'll have Jordan Burroughs the four time world champion Isaiah Mar- or excuse me uh James, James Green, the world champion at the other weight class, Alex Deeringer, Kyle Dake, David Taylor, Andrew Howe, all I fighting know, for that spot. It's it's ugly, but it's I mean it's what should be the case, really. I mean the United States should be there. I mean, really. We should be able to send more people on <laughs> more weight classes. <laughs> each each country should be able to put five people in and they should make the Olympics like much longer. A seven, you know, 14 days of just wrestling. It would be you know. awesome. <laughs> they need to do something about that all, you know, limiting the amount of guys that go in and repishage and everything having to be wrestled within three hours. I mean, that's all just a big dumb. They should they should do that like every 10 years. Just have that like world free for all <laughs> Royal Rumble. It could be. You could be onto something there. Definitely. Or reach out to Fila. Yeah. I don't know. That's a lot of speculation for two years from now, but I do appreciate the question. Yes. Thank you, Dan. It, I, I think maybe, you know, another interesting question is, like, if they were to wrestle freestyle right now, who would you pick? Like, you know, there's going to be a match five minutes from now, Isaiah Martinez versus James Green. Um, I'd pick James Green. I think, God, that's tough. It's really tough. I'd but pick, I think there's a, I think there's too many people who would just be like, oh, Isaiah Martinez. Yeah. And and that's the wrong answer. Well, I mean, it's not that I mean, but dismissing it quickly. Right. Like, oh, I, I, you know, and that's that's not um, uh, impressive. Well, you got to think how much of his time is he dedicating right now to freestyle? Not nearly as much as James Green is. Oh, definitely not. And there's yeah. there's clearly something to be said for having committed that time. <laughs> Well, we did talk about um, you being in Tempe, Arizona. Yes. Around Arizona State's campus. But yes. there's somebody who won't be um, around that campus, and his name is Stefan Michik. Yes. Because he's headed to Ann Arbor. He is. That is uh, much less hot. Um, <laughs> I think it's safe for me to say that the academic standards are much higher. <laughs> Um, it's funny cause I actually texted Tommy, uh, last week before this news came out and, uh, I was like, you know, what about Cornell? Cause I really like the first thing that I thought of was like, it's not in the big 10. He's not going to transfer in the big 10. So my hopes and wishes of him going to, um, Ann Arbor were just, they weren't even, I didn't even put those out there. Right. You know, I was like, Cornell makes sense. As far as I know, Garrett's bumping up to 133. I don't know who they have to step in at 125. I'm sure they have somebody, but like. The academic standards between oh, Northwestern and Cornell, guy. like yeah. that would make sense. But um, yeah, Ann Arbor it is. Go blue. Yeah, it seems like there's a lot of uh, freestyle, um, some affinity for Andy Rovat and Jake Herbert and uh, Sean Bormet and, and Zingerman's, the um, world's greatest sandwiches. <laughs> Look them up. Um, you know, so and and. You know, you had, the Cliff Keen Wrestling Club is growing. I mean, you got Habat just joined. Um, JT Felix. JT Felix just joined. I mean, there's, you know, they have some very, very talented guys there. Um, the new um, wrestling complex, the standalone building is David, amazing. David Taylor's girlfriend's brother. Yep. Yep. <laughs> AKA Jimmy Kennedy. Um, so you have the facilities, you have the coaches and everything. I, I think it's, you know, Kind of, I mean, it's a big bump for Michigan, not just in the fact that you bring all these potential points right. from this uh, junior world team member and stud Stevan Michik to the team, but also the 
you know, the reasons behind the decision and that more recruits are, are finding, you know, this place to go. You have Austin Assad coming in. Yep. Who just won Fargo for the second time. Um, there's a lot of reasons. And, and I mean, just overall, really, really good for the program uh, for oh, Michigan. This and think, decision. About, think about how competitive those lower weights are going to be. So you've got UT and Bruno, who are all Americans last year, right. and returning. So Meech has just got to sit out a year because of the Big Ten transfer rules. So he's not going to—he wouldn't be eligible to wrestle for Michigan this next year, anyway. From what I hear, yes, but I still haven't heard anything official on that one. I, I know, like, there's a lot of Twitter experts out there, but I still have yet to see anything official. Like, obviously, he won't wrestle this season, and everything. Um, so, I mean, well, regardless, yeah. I'm going to assume that's the okay. case. Cause I would, I would like Bruno and, and UT, um, UT, I'm assuming would be the guy he'd be battling this for this at the spot at 125, right. um, to be able to finish their senior years. And, well, um, UT's only going to be a junior. I thought he was a senior going into next No, year. no, no. Oh yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Well, one of them will be bumping up, I guess. <laughs> and, uh, and then Austin Assad coming in, obviously. Yeah, and... But I guess, I mean, those I mean, those are just those four guys practicing together. We're not talking about Zach Hall and George Fisher at 141. And we're not talking about any of the other, you know, guys they've got in the room. They've got uh, uh, Brandon Preeson, a uh, former Northwestern guy, too, at the Cliff Keen Wrestling Club. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, Josh Torella. Um, they got some studs. Yeah, I mean, and that's... Where you're looking at, I mean, what is, and Michik obviously is looking at, you know, what is going to make me the best wrestler possible in, in folk style and freestyle. And this is his decision. And I was really worried he was going to like leverage his future by going from Northwestern to a much lower academic standard school. But no, he's not. Michigan is a, is a very, very high end respectable degree. Absolutely. uh, Absolutely. Go blue. So it creates a um, embarrassment of riches, maybe a little bit uh, in the low, in the lower weights um, with Michigan. I've, I've but seen, that's a good problem to have. Yeah, I, I've still seen teams that are more embarrassed about their riches <laughs> until you have Corey Clark and Thomas Gilman battling for the spot. I think it's safe to say we're we're in a good spot. Right. Could right, be worse. Exactly. I mean, what uh, last year, you know, Tony Ramos was the 125 for us on the senior level. Um, Matt McDonough right. was university <laughs> and Gilman was juniors. Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. so. So, I mean, that was, you know, that was pretty solid. If I didn't mention that, I, I that was a tweet waiting to happen from Ross Bartajek. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, it's um, uh, got to be happy about the summer, the way the summer is going for Michigan wrestling. I mean, you know, you end up with uh, Kuhn making the world team as a Greco um, guy, you know, mm-hmm. he's uh, by taking third at the U.S. Open. Max Huntley is granted another year of eligibility, which yeah. I didn't really see that happening. So instead of returning Did- four All-Americans, you return five. Yeah. Didn't know that was even an option. Yep. And then uh, Stevan Michik decides to come in. So, yeah. I mean, I take it. Mark Hall next or something? I mean, what's going on here? I That'd mean, be nice. Let's, let's just keep the train rolling. I mean, who else wants to come? I would. Uh, <laughs> I'd be in favor of that. Um, yeah. I mean, it's NC State has still had a very solid recruiting class thus oh, far. Oh, absolutely. And this is recruiting, and this is all conjecture, and it's fun to talk about, right. And everything like that. But and we're homers, so we're going to lean heavily. Absolutely. But you got to remember. I mean, you know, Michigan took fourth in the Big Tens, eleventh NCAA's. Eight of their ten guys were underclassmen, freshmen and sophomores. Mm-hmm. And then you know we we get uh, and one of those seniors gets to come back. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then uh, turns out he wasn't a senior. <laughs> so yeah, you. Uh, um, you bring everybody back from last year, and then you know you add to the room Logan Massa, Austin Assad, and Stevan Michik. So I mean that's um, not bad things. And mm-hmm. Devontae Mahomes might be healthy, you know, coming off a knee injury. So I mean these are these are um, positives. Yep. Which is which is it's about time. It's about four, time. four or five years ago. Two thousand eight. There were less the last, things to, good to say. Yeah, two thousand eight. Last time. I mean, and that's the other interesting thing. I mean, all of this positivity centering around a program. Um, two thousand eight is the last time Michigan finished in the top ten of NCAA's. So yeah. I mean, this is kind of um, a strange thing. And I do think when you plug in the rankings, if Michigan goes with their full lineup and 
they don't do the Ohio State string of red shirts. Nothing against Ohio State's string of red shirt decisions. Obviously, right. it worked out for him. Right. But if they don't do that move with Huntley coming back and everything like that, and then Adam Kuhn maybe not taking the Olympic year, um, you plug all those guys into the algorithm um, for the rankings that Intermat does. Michigan's going to be a lot higher than people, you know, than a lot of people would think. Yeah. And you know, it's pretty crazy for a team that you know hasn't finished in the top 10 since 2008. Right. So good to see. Yeah. Having trouble controlling my Homer excitement. I'm excited. They're going back to Nike too. So all, <laughs> all of it's good. It's weird how that happened. They get good and Nike swoops in. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> no, um, no pun intended. Uh, ooh, not bad. Yeah. I like more it. of a swoosh, but uh, still, Yeah, you know, Hey, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Made me go. Woo. That's what she said. All right. Ah, another a uh, interesting rumor. Um, David Taylor to possibly eighty six kilograms uh, for uh, next year. Kale hmm. Sanderson was uh, mentioning in an interview that he's a very big kid. Yes, and could control the uh, weight well, and he thinks he would have great success up there. Kind of hinting at the fact that um, it's probably where he's headed. You know, I think that's. A uh, smart move. <laughs> um, <laughs> clearly, there's somebody very talented in his way. Uh, you can make the argument two people. Two people very talented in his way. Um, he is very tall. Uh, he could definitely put on more weight. And I think his style would do well at that weight class. Just the hands on the head, getting people with heavy feet. You got a lot of bigger, I mean, strong. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Or two guys that could probably tie him up and slow some of that stuff down, but I think his motor... Is going to be much, much, much faster than a lot of those guys, too. Well, I, yeah, for a long time, he's wrestled very, very quick guys at the lower weights and learned how to maneuver that way. And right. if he gets strong enough and, you know, gets to the weight he should be, I mean, and, and does the building up the weight the right way, um, not the way I like to build on weight, <laughs> um, but, uh, <laughs> you know, those ankle picks and that kind of those low singles and stuff could be extremely effective. Can you obviously. imagine if you could like, instead of protein shakes, you could just get McFlurries. That'd be just, amazing. That'd be so great. Mc, McProtein flurries. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's uh, it'd be, it'd be just weird. I think for a while to see giant David Taylor. Well, could we then see David Taylor and Ed Ruth at like the U S open? That kind of <laughs> that'd be cool. My money would be on Taylor. I still, I still think he was like the alpha male of that room, for Gosh. sure. That's got to be a flow Premier League waiting to happen, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, we gotta. I mean, I'm sick of giving away ideas for free. <laughs> but for God's sakes, if someone doesn't think like, you know, there wouldn't be uh, some tickets sold if you decided to have at 185 or 189 David Taylor, Russell, Ed Ruth, you know, somewhere yeah. in the greater Pennsylvania area. Or even even Matt Brown and like just have the Pennsylvania guys wrestle each other. Well, you just kind of had the Iowa versus the world Aegon thing. Yeah. And then uh, have a Penn State versus the world and then have the headline be Ed Ruth and David Taylor. Yeah. I highly doubt less than a couple hundred people would show you know, right. like, up did you, you see know? um iowa's doing that uh outdoor duel yeah, yeah. I, I love iowa's style man you know like uh well penn state broke our record well fuck that what can we do yeah 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 <laughs> how can we fix this 
Uh, well, we got this stadium, but well, it's it's outdoors. Well, ah, fuck it, just do it. I mean, it's sure it's going to be mid November, and that mat is it might be thirty degrees outside, and that mat is going to be like a slab of concrete. But we don't care. <laughs> our our wrestlers won't be hitting the mat. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, that announcement's supposed to come soon. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Um, you know, in the next couple days, as far as who they wrestle and, you know, the exact details and everything like that. They do play Minnesota that night in a uh, football game. Oh, interesting. But I... Wow, that be, tailgate's going to be awesome. It'd be interesting if they actually were wrestling Minnesota in the afternoon leading up to that. Um, <laughs> that would be even more awesome. It'd be a very strange duel for that early in the season. And, you know, for a gimmicky thing like that, you'd almost think they'd want to bring in a lesser program you know and just kind of walk over them but you know tom brands doesn't really take the easy route in a lot of ways we talked about minnesota's lineup this year oh maybe (laughs) (laughs) it's not forgot it's not gonna be a tough one that's a hell of a point um do we bring it uh you know Papalizio wants to bring up nc state or we can go with the original plan and just do yeah let's 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 do the minnesota yeah, yeah. That's, we'll, we'll take the the tough road. Yeah, we'll do, yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, because you know, rivalry and big, you know, Big Ten and yeah, you know, and good timing. Yeah, and hell of a hell of timing because that would be awesome, though. I mean, that would be the greatest Iowa day. It would be. I mean, there aren't many. Would you need other tickets? things going on in Iowa? I mean, I mean, I imagine you would need tickets to both. Like you would need to buy the wrestling tickets and then have the football tickets you wouldn't just be able to buy one that gets you into both it sounds like a couple press passes for blood round waiting to happen to me i mean that's that's what i hear but um you know we'll we'll see i think we have some friends out that way (laughs) definitely um no that's that's cool stuff i mean you gotta love the promotion uh doing more things you know not just you know not just wrestling in small gyms and you know just oh this is our sport like right. getting out there promoting it uh having you know better opportunities and you know i mean it's well and when you've got the fans to do it like do it use it take advantage of it like that's what we need to be doing as as a, a sport right exactly and and that's where you and i kind of talk about you know vegas and la and some of these locations for some of these events like you know hey uh our fans are over here. Yeah. Like, you know, I, I mean, you know, David Taylor versus Ed Ruth in Pennsylvania. I mean, some people are going to show up for that. Yeah. I mean, you know, that that kind of thing, you yep. know, like, oh, let's do David Taylor and Ed Ruth, but let's do it in Vegas because that'd be more fun because it's Vegas. Like, no, the the people are. Yeah. So, I mean, if you have the fan base like Iowa does. Yep. I mean, and that'd be pretty impressive. I mean, I'd, it, it's I'd be awesome, too. And, and you know, it, Chances are the Big Ten Network would then cover it, and all of a sudden you tune into the Big Ten Network, and you got you know a wrestling match in a football stadium going on, and forty thousand people there or something, and, it's and- downpouring rain, <laughs> and it's so awesome. It's just a hailstorm. Oh, Corey Clark man. is beating the snot out of some guy. You can't tell he's crying though because it's raining so hard. Oh man. Blood time. Ah, the rain will wash it off. <laughs> yeah, there's just blood and <laughs> snot flying everywhere from cross faces. Oh, good times. Yeah. Yeah, does does NCAA wrestling all of a sudden need like a sanctioning body? Like, Tom, Brands, you can't do that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I didn't see anything. Just the things get more and more, you know, the promotions get more and more dangerous. Yeah. Like, like that's eh, fine. <laughs> Makes them tougher. I was going to have, uh, they're going to get like a wrestling match against the Naval Academy on an aircraft carrier. <laughs> <laughs> that, if they in, can have a basketball game on it. They can have a wrestling match on it. In Baghdad. <laughs> <laughs> Saddam's Palace. That'd like, be you know, awesome. Yeah, um, but... <laughs> Oh, boy. So, no, that's exciting stuff. You got to like that. Uh, Speaking of other exciting stuff, um, the Burroughs Shoe 2-Pack. Have you seen the promotion for this thing? So, I I think I did. It was you buy the running shoes and you get the wrestling shoes free. Yeah, in a a fancy 
package. I mean, like, uh, I can't believe you haven't seen this. I just thought you would have like sensed it somehow. <laughs> um, like spidey sense. Yeah. I just, uh, let me, I'm going to have to pull this up for Kevin here. So we're going to have to stall tactics here a little bit, but you know, you got to like it. I do like his new, his running shoes, but they look, Oh, wait a minute. Oh, no way. That was, that was it. Oh, here it is. Oh, wow. There's the box. And you get on one side wrestling shoes, on one side the elite training shoes. And they look so cool. They're way different than the other ones. I mean, they're red and white, which I'm not a big fan of, but I'm sure Nebraska is. Well, uh, I do have a birthday coming up. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> September twelfth. It's a big one, the big three zero. Oh yeah, 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 man. Um, which, by the way, uh, we're definitely uh, barbecuing and doing something. It's a Saturday. Ooh, I think we're gonna do a Jersey party. Nice. Um, yeah, because Jay Z has the lyric in the song where he says, I "Can't wear jerseys. I'm thirty plus." <laughs> so apparently, this is the last time. Well, there we go. I could oh, wear yeah. it with street cred. So. I was um, walking through Leroy, Michigan um, during a softball tournament a few weeks ago, Uh and there was a garage sale, so naturally I stopped at the garage sale, and there was a hockey jersey, blank in the front, number 69 on the back, Yeah, and it was a dollar. Oh, yeah, you buy that. (laughs) So you can't really not buy that. Nope. So, I'd have yeah. paid five. Um, no, the shoe, the the two pack of shoes. Asics, Asics seems to know they have like this Jordan Burroughs guy. <laughs> they have something, yeah, and that's cool. They stumbled upon. Well, I guess his name is Jordan, but wrestling's Jordan. Yeah, and he's uh, he's the best in the world. And they they seem to know they have it, and they seem to know it's marketable. And he's a marketable guy. He's a great guy. He's a great character, and they seem to get it. So I've got an autograph from from the uh, World tr- Team Trials from 2011. So it was before he won his first world championship, and he signed it. 2011 World Champ Jordan Burroughs. <laughs> <laughs> he hadn't won the trials yet, but that was cool. That's amazing. Yeah. Isn't that, I mean, just, you know, just walking around with more manhood than everyone else. Yeah. It's so impressive. He's the best. Anyway. Um, other big news coming out. The NWCA convention in Fort Lauderdale was uh, last week, the Wrestling Coaches Association. And a lot of talk about the national duels. They are essentially going to some sort of BCS formula selection committee this year and trying to do it as like a one or two dual thing, um, not the eight-team bracket that we had so much fun with this year. I guess is sort of a compromise to the teams who didn't want to participate, limiting it to one duel. And I know there's a lot of challenges and stuff. We have the, you know, trying to jam it in between the Big Ten dual season and the big and the conference tournaments and that kind of stuff where, you know, if it's hard for me to tell Kale Sanderson how to coach. Right. He kind of knows more about wrestling and coaching than I do. Yeah. (laughs) So he. um, And and telling him like, well, I know you just wrestled Nebraska and Iowa and Minnesota and Michigan and Ohio state and all these guys. But, um, now we want you to wrestle Missouri and Oklahoma state and Cornell in a bracket. Right. And then go to your, and then go to the big 10 conference tournament where there's 14 teams. Now I can see how he's not exactly thrilled, may not view that as the best thing for his program leading into winning NCAA championships. Well, as a fan, though, I feel completely the opposite. I want to see as much wrestling as possible. It's funny, though, because like I was reading Bobby Douglas's book and he was talking about the pressure that was on Kale Sanderson to to win. And after the, you keep winning, the pressure keeps getting bigger. Right. And Bobby just said to him, you know, I mean, like, that's fine. If you don't want the pressure, just lose. <laughs> like you can be done with all the pressure just go out there and lose and i mean clearly he doesn't want to lose but like you also don't have to wrestle in this if you had to wrestle in this he'd be like all right fuck it 
I'm in, and we're going to win it. You know what I mean? You don't have to do this, so, like, why? I mean, I get it. I want to watch it, too, but I see where he's coming from. Yeah, but the problem is the event then becomes just a complete exhibition of bullshit if Penn State's ranked number one in the country and they're not going to go. Right. Then who gives a shit? Right. I mean... Maybe you mandate. Maybe you make it mandatory that the the team in first place for each conference. And that's kind of what they're doing with this whole, you know, sort of a BCS selection kind of thing. Um, but it's really only going to be one match, maybe two matches, as they as they work it out. And which is really unfortunate. I really, yeah. we had so much fun this year. I I loved it. Yeah. And and it really. There was a lot more wrestling on TV. Right. Then then as a fan and everything like that, you know, that's that's what you love. I remember uh, how pumped Missouri was and how angry Iowa was? Well, the Iowa Missouri, there was so much that actually happened in the national duels. And I know everyone's like, well, we need to make the national duels mean something as far as the NCAA championship goes, the NCAA team championship because otherwise it won't mean anything. And it's like, no, you put Tom Brands in the room with a competition, he's going to try to win it. Yeah. He's not going to be like, ah, no, nah, we're saving ourselves. He's going to be yeah. like, no, fuck it. I'm taking that trophy. I don't even know what it means, but I'm taking yeah. that trophy with me. Yeah. And, you know, if someone's going to try to come in here and beat us, no. Yeah. You know, so you put these competitive guys in a, in a, one facility and tell them to battle it out. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fireworks. It's just, the logistics involved, and it worked out this year to where the top five teams that were ranked in the country were all willing participants in the national duels this year. Yep, and which which made it fun from then. But I mean, you had before the national duels, Iowa had went nine and zero in the Big Ten. Yep, everyone had them number one. Yep, and then Missouri went in there, won six matches out of ten, and beat them. Yeah. I, I before it started, I was texting a buddy of mine. I was like, "Yeah, I was gonna win this. Like, they're just too good this year." And then they didn't. Right, and and that's why I hate like, that's why you hate the BCS. Yeah, I don't want to say like, well, Penn State won the Big Ten, and then Oklahoma State's better in Missouri, probably. So let's have them wrestle each other, and then the winner of that's the national duels. Well, clearly Alabama and Florida State were the two best teams this year. Right, you know, and Ohio State didn't deserve to be in the top four because the Big Ten sucks, right? right? In football, TCU. Yeah, I mean, uh, so there's there's a lot of that, which uh, you know, you, you had that. I mean, then then heck, you had a lot of people didn't feel Cornell could beat Minnesota, right? Did yep, um, and then you know uh, the other weird caveat from the weekend is Lehigh beating Ohio State. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, who then wins the national championship. Right, and and ties Iowa for Big Ten and yeah. then wins the national championship. I mean, there's just a lot of weird um, – and it changed the seating. I mean, Missouri then entered the NCAA wrestling tournament as if all the top seeds just won their matches at the NCAA wrestling tournament. Missouri was the favorite. If, yeah. if the brackets just went chalk, Missouri would have ended up with the most points. So the national duels – were fun and it was important in the season it was not something you could have just skipped over and been like oh yeah and then there were the national duels that kind of happened and it was kind of fun to watch and then we went to the tournament it was a game-changing sequence of events it changed the seating in ncaa's it changed everyone's look it made the ncaa tournament more exciting well then Um, it was fun i mean it was important i think that needs to be the way that it's it's sold a, it needs to be mandatory for certain teams and certain rankings and positions to go. B, it's an opportunity for those wrestlers to help themselves get seated higher, potentially at uh, at NCAA's. You know, if you if you are the Missouri guy and you beat your Iowa guy and you go win the big uh, the Big Twelve, or no, what, they're in the MAC. Sorry, they go right. in the MAC. Then it's like, well, you're clearly better than that guy who you just beat from the Big Ten. So regardless... Well, you can't really see like, him. Well, I mean... I was you can. Say, <laughs> the seeds... Yeah. I was going to say... Zach Horan won the MAC and then was seated below two guys he beat in the MAC tournament. 
<laughs> I was gonna try to make like sense with the seating committee, but yeah. you know, then I mean, I was like, never mind. Mm, never the seating mind. committee just screwed up our whole argument. <laughs> I mean, it might help, right? It might, it might not, it might not. Maybe winning your match will end up screwing you in the long run <laughs> somehow. <laughs> not quite sure how, but it would. Yeah, um, and this is. Uh, Jason Bryant talks to um, the NWCA head, blanking on the name right now. I really apologize. Uh, but on on short time, and that's worth a listen to. They talk about the national duels in great length and the challenges and everything like that. I mean, there's a lot of challenges to make this thing happen. Yeah. I just really hope we can see the top eight guys, you know, the top eight teams wrestle each other. Um you know, a couple Big Ten teams and the best teams from the other conferences, and they have at it because who knows? I mean, I mean, what if North Dakota State wins the Big Twelve this year or something? I mean, and you know, how good are they? We don't know, and then it's like kind of hard to pick them over somebody. You know, it just could be messy. I mean, yeah. it's just uh, you know, we. I want to see it wrestled out on the mat. I don't want to just decide. And and this, it was a great event. Um, team duels are fun. And we're from here in Michigan where our team state is determined by the dual championship. You start wrestling districts, regionals, state. Your individual tournament finishes in district, regional, and state have absolutely nothing to do with the team state championship in Michigan. It is a whole separate branch of competition. That means a lot. It's a packed arena every year to watch it, and it is some of the most fun wrestling I watch every year. Yeah. Watching Brighton, you know, win their first ever state championship yep. in wrestling this year and their crowd go nuts and everything like that because a one twelve pounder just beat a kid he'd previously lost to twice in the last three weeks. Yep. Uh was just one of the best things I saw in sports all year. Hey Tommy, you want to go watch Lowell wrestle St. John's? <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> yeah, when uh um Ben Whitford wrestled Andrew Morris. That was pretty awesome. Oh, my God. I mean, it was so incredible. I mean, he had, basically had two kids who hadn't lost in a couple of years. Yeah. Just meet up in the, in you know, Whitford, like, bumped up a weight to go wrestle him. Yeah. And, I mean, it was just, it was incredible. Yeah. It was like a nine to seven match or something like that. It was just nuts. It was, it was great. One of the best high school matches I've ever seen. And that wouldn't have happened if it wasn't for uh, Team State. So I kind of team state. Yeah. And uh, I would like to see more dual championships. Mm-hmm. I'd like to figure it out somehow. Um, although I do have to point out, I did write an article about how I am kind of coming to grips with the fact that it probably won't ever happen. <laughs> and, you know, my reasons being this year was sort of a special formula. You had like the top five teams all willing and ready to go, and then Missouri, you know, uh, pulling off kind of the upset and it being in Iowa, and and it just kind of was this perfect formula. You had the top teams, you had the anger, you had the fun, and like the national duels. If we would have did it a couple of years ago when Penn State was just going to win the national championship, it would have been kind of like okay, we can tune in and watch Penn State ruin everybody again like no one's going to challenge them well which still would be somewhat entertaining but it wasn't going to be this year this year was an outlying exception let let me ask you this though if let's penn state i think is going to be the best team this year uh overall i think they've got too many stud guys that they redshirted last year and guys returning that were redshirting already and red shirts med shirts regardless i'm show me yeah, no, they're going to be good. You, the, you don't think suck. that Zane Rutherford and Nico Megalutis are well, going to come back and those be just two, fine? <laughs> but I'm saying, like, we're we're counting on a lot of these, you know, Bo Nichols well, and Nevels and that here, kind of stuff okay. to, to be amazing. When regardless of who it is, then sure, let's see the number. Let's say the number one ranked team in the country doesn't wrestle in it, but Michigan goes out and wins it. Are you going to be? Are you going to come in here on Tuesday and be like, well, Michigan kind of won, but? Because I'm not. I'm going to be super pumped up, and I'm going to be talking about how Michigan's the best dual-meet team in the country that wanted to wrestle in the tournament. Well, but did Penn State just beat Michigan in their Big Ten duel two weeks ago? I don't care. They didn't wrestle scenario. in the tournament that decides it. <laughs> if, if, if they didn't beat them I'm, in that tournament. I'm a homer, but I don't know if I can go that far. Uh, like, I can. <laughs> 
<laughs> There's a tournament that decides that. If you want to win it, sign up for it. I don't know. It's it's a difficult that's, situation. That's my that's where I'm going with actually. That's how I'm going to end that argument. If you want to win the team dual championship, sign up for the tournament. If not, stay home and put ice on your knees or whatever you're going to do. Be stupid. Yeah. Yeah. Stay home and like study and hang out with girls and stuff. It just ruins your life. <laughs> Which one of those? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But, um, yeah, it's crazy. What so, are you going to do? I think we had so many good ideas in this episode. We always have great ideas. I want there to be an aircraft carrier match between, like, Air Force and Navy. Such a good idea. It really is. <laughs> That's probably my best idea ever. Why don't they wrestle the military academy championships like It'd be really in, cool. in a hangar or yeah. something like that? I mean, it'd be like uh, in Street Fighter 2, Guile, his course, you'd always fight like right in front of like a, an aircraft, or not an aircraft carrier, but it was like a, I don't know, some sort of a plane. It reminded me of the uh, scene in Raiders of the Lost Ark too, that that dude gets chopped up by the prop plane that keeps spinning around. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I noticed you weren't you weren't landing on the Street Fighter Two reference, so I went with another one that was pretty. Well, that's cool. fine. I mean, <laughs> it's a long time ago. I'm old. <laughs> I played a lot of video games. Um, shout out to my man, um, you know, Sean Bormet, though. Um, not only landing Michik and and being awesome, but um, I did tweet out uh, that it was my daughter's birthday today, and indeed, and Sean Bormet wished her a happy birthday, which was very nice and classy of him. Because she had a Michigan wrestling shirt on. You stay classy, Sean Bormet. Yeah, he is. He's one of those guys you meet that you kind of like actually feel bad about yourself a little bit because <laughs> you know because you know he just like works harder and is more disciplined and knows more. And yeah. It's just kind of like you know, yeah, I'm I'm just kind of a jackass. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm an idiot with a microphone and a big fan of Michigan wrestling. But I'm gonna. And I'll be at the bar if you yeah, want yeah. to if you want to like, shout. You mean like right now? No, Sean. I mean like for the next six hours. <laughs> like, I'll be. You, I'll, you can pretty much count on me being here if you end up looking for me later for some reason. Yeah, I pretty much think I asked him to join our show, and and I it may not have been may not have landed the way you wanted. We'll see. It may have been we'll like you really got our show sometime. <laughs> <laughs> Was it wasn't the best? Yeah, yeah. Sure, yeah, your show, man. Sure, sure right. Tom. Sure, Tom. You uh, enjoy your night. Yeah. <laughs> you do. Oh man, good times, good times as always. Um, it's good to have you back. It's good to be back, Kevin Clunch. And we'll be back next weekend with another uh, round of blood and fire. Damn right. When till then, we will uh, send us your questions. I appreciate a new guy sending us a question. That yeah. was pretty awesome. Always good. And uh, yeah, we will uh, we'll see you next week. Rock on. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware.